welcome to the Sales and Marketing for Decorators podcast. My name is John Mears, and today we're going to be going through some essential marketing tips for your decorating business. So let's get straight into this then. Number one, know your ideal customer. Now, this sounds simple, but in order to put together an effective marketing strategy, you need to know who you are trying to get the attention of. For example, you're unlikely to get the attention of a big commercial company by putting a flyer up in the local cafe. So think about who you're targeting and focus on them. Tailor your advertising for the type of client you want. If you go for a generic catch-all approach, you are less likely to get anything. Tip number two, ask every customer how they heard about you. This is easily forgotten. I'm as guilty as the next person for it, but you need to find out where people are hearing about you and asking every existing customer is the most effective way. Once you have this information, you can review and refine your marketing strategy. For example, if you pay to be in the local paper every month, but after six months find out nobody actually contacted you because of it, then you can move that money to something that is working and that will give you a better return on your investment. Tip number three, be approachable. Like it or not, people are nervous of approaching small companies and tradespeople in general. They may have never hired a tradesperson before. They may have had a bad experience in the past and they may just not like picking up the phone and calling someone. So to combat this, everything about your company needs to look clean, professional and credible. Simple things like having a website will go a long way. It stops you looking like one of these fly-by-night companies. Also, make sure you have a friendly picture of yourself or your team on the front page of your website and social media profiles. This simple trick makes people far more likely to pick up the phone and call you as they feel like they already know you a a little bit. Don't have your social media where it's just your logo as your icon and stuff like that. Don't hide behind the company. Show people who you are, show them your face. It will make people a lot, lot more comfortable getting in contact with you, which is exactly what you want. Tip number four, be the specialist. So you have an incredible amount of knowledge on your chosen topic. It's it's time to start sharing some of that on social media. Show people what you've been doing recently the systems you employ, and more importantly, why you're doing it like this. Social media is a great tool for you to educate potential customers on the value of your profession. Start showing people little tips and tricks. Offer to answer people's questions on your trade. It won't take long for you to become the go-to person in your area for your specific trade. Before you know it, Every time a conversation starts about your trade in the pub or the supermarket, someone will turn around and say, oh, you should check out, you know, Dave, the decorator's social media. I'm friends with him on Facebook and he's he knows everything about this. He's always putting stuff up. 
I'm sure he can help you. Tip number five, actively ask for referrals. Now, most people will agree that word of mouth and referrals are usually the best leads you can get. You close more of them and they're very cheap. So make sure you make it a process that you do it on every job. Ask the customer if they know anyone else interested in using your service. You can choose to incentivize them with discounts if you like or by dropping around a bottle of wine, but just make sure you ask every single customer. Make it a matter of process. Leave them a, leave them two business cards, one for them and one to give to a friend. But actively asking for referrals and making sure you do it every single time, it's that consistency which is the key. Okay, let's do one quick bonus tip then. So... The bonus tip today is, is build your brand. So always remember quality costs less in the long run. So building your brand on quality will lead to more work. Now, a lot of you listening will already know this and, and you will take a lot of pride in your work and it will always be already be working for you. But let me give you an example of the power of good branding. So say you want to buy a car you're looking at two identical cars one's made in germany and one's made in china now without me telling you the manufacturer or the price i'm pretty sure certain that you've already decided that the german car is better now why is this the only reason is because of the branding you associate german germany with precision, reliability, all the things that you want in a car. German car manufacturers are so well branded and focused on quality that even though most of us know very little about how a car actually works, we are happy to spend more money on a German car than a Chinese one. So the point is, make your brand associated with quality and you'll have customers willing to pay more and even wait longer for your services that's it for today thank you very much for listening we'll speak soon